Today's episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your next order. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Eagles fans to another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's the Locked On Eagles podcast, as always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, every day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, downloaded into your phone when you subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your shows. Louis DiBiase joining you on episode one this week, riding solo. Gino Camilleri, we're both on vacations now, taking some uh, much-needed trips after the NFL draft. So Gino's in New Mexico. I'm actually recording right now in Phoenix, Arizona. So Gino's got the day off today. He's going to record tomorrow. And then we come together on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, because although we're kind of in the dead zone now, right, of the NFL offseason, after the draft, the news wire kind of really dries up until training camp kicks off in the summer, but we always have one final big thing before the official middle of the dead zone. It's the release of the NFL schedule, which happens this Wednesday. So me and Gino will react to everything that has to do with the Eagles 2021 regular season schedule. And although it's a very irresponsible exercise, I also find it very entertaining to do. So we will do a win-loss prediction, of course, in the podcast, which normally is never correct. I remember back in 2017 when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, during that spring, I had them going 9-7. and So in last year, I think I had them going like 13-3 or 12-4. and So it just never lines up the way you think. But the fun part this year is there's an extra game to predict. So no more 10-6. and Now it would be 11-6. and Or no more 9-7. and It's 10-7. and So that's a little fun wrinkle. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast because that is coming for you on Wednesday. Again, five episodes a week. And then we always talk birds after the show as well on Twitter. Hit us up at LockdownBirds, at DiBiaseLOE, and Gino is at GC24 underscore football. Coming up in today's edition of the show, the Eagles made a move at running back last week, bringing in Carrion Johnson, and I want to get into how that maybe affects Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, rookie this year, fifth round Kenneth Gainwell. So we'll get into the running back position in segments two and segment three. But of course, before we do that, we always got to talk about the most important position in football and that is the quarterback position because I was just doing some thinking flying from Buffalo to Arizona I had a six-hour flight started thinking about Jalen Hurts again Carson Wentz I was watching some tape I can't help myself guys I'm sorry on the 2022 draft class so I'm watching the likes of you know Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma and Sam Howell from UNC and Malik Willis from Liberty and I started to think about them and Hurts in comparison to the 2021 quarterbacks, right? Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. And I was wondering about Howie Roseman's decisions at quarterback and his mindset in a post-Carson Wentz world. And so, 
I'm just kind of trying to get his his mindset of like what he's thinking about the position, like what the master plan is, because we know, in, at least in 2021, Jalen Hurts is going to get his chance, right? The Eagles failed to trade up for Zach Wilson. They didn't think that Justin Fields was worth the pick at six overall or even ten, so they definitely weren't going to trade up for Fields. They also clearly didn't think Trey Lance was worth it either, and then so they obviously as well took a bunch of players to help support Hurts, right? Drafting Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson. Kenneth Gainwell. They are trying to give him the best chance to succeed and prove he's the guy in 2021. Howie Roseman even said it on SiriusXM NFL Radio last week that he wants to see Jalen Hurts grab the job and he needs a much bigger platform, or I should say sample size, to know if Hurts can be the guy. So we know at least that's the plan this year. But as I've said before, I feel like Howie, like he's not all in on Jalen being the guy. Like that wasn't his master plan. His master plan was Carson Wentz. And so the reason I think is Jalen Hart's part of the plan? Does he want Hurts to be part of the plan? Absolutely, because if Hurts pans out, that means you have three first-round picks next year to build around your franchise quarterback instead of potentially using those picks to go and get your next guy through a trade with a veteran like Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson or whether it's to move up for, again, a Rattler or Howell or Malik Willis. And so that is ideal, ideally what Howie wants, but is it the master plan for him, I don't think so. What I think right now is going on is that he chose the field when it comes to Hurts panning out or a 2022 prospect or trading for a veteran, right? All three of those different options, he chose one of those panning out as opposed to just putting all his eggs in the Justin Fields basket, right? And I started to think about that. And I started to think about the motivations behind that. Obviously, yes, three different outcomes you're more likely to hit than on one so if you don't think fields is the guy you'd rather have all these other options in 2022 right flexibility as he said creates opportunity he likes that flexibility but you know what else i thought was part of the decision because it's howie roseman i think it has a lot to do with self-preservation as to why he didn't and i don't i'm not just saying as to why he passed on justin fields but as to why he's kind of being not complacent but a little inactive when it comes to quarterback you can say it's because he believes in jalen hurts and he's all in on him i think he believes in hurts to a certain degree but i also think there's a self-preservation and again it's the field part two it's all these other options he could have next year as well but there's also a third element to this i think about and maybe I'm just reading way too much into this stuff, but hey, it's the dead zone, so bear with me. I think a lot of it has to do with self-preservation. Just think about it. Howie Roseman's next quarterback, like the next one he invests a ton of picks in, that he takes high in a draft, that he trades for, right, that he goes all out for, like he did Carson Wentz in 2016. That is likely, or at least I would think so, although Howie might have a lifetime contract as long as Jeffrey Lurie's the owner. But I would like to assume that Howie gets one more crack at the franchise quarterback, right? I think the next guy determines his future as the GM. But Jalen Hurts, there's really only one outcome for Howie, and it's a good one. Jalen Hurts is either the franchise quarterback, and that keeps Roseman in power for a long time, or if Hurts doesn't become the guy... That's not going to define Howie because Roseman did not take Hertz in 2020 to be the franchise quarterback. He took Hertz to be a high-end backup for Carson Wentz. And so I think it has to do with self-preservation. If Howie picked Fields and he flopped, I think that's game over. But now he gets more swings of the bat, right? A whole year of evaluating Hertz, And if he isn't the guy, Roseman's going to get another chance at the plate in 2022. 
If it was another general manager, I would say that that's likely not part of it. But we do know it's Howie Roseman, guys. We know that he is a very self-preservation-oriented kind of guy. He wants to keep his job, right? You read that story about the athletics. So I do think that's part of it. And Howie even talked about this offseason. Like, he kind of preached patience when it started. Talking about the Carson Wentz situation. Wanted to take a step back and look at why that went the way it did and use that for their next big move at quarterback. And you're already seeing that as part of their practice when it comes to surrounding Jalen Hurts with a better support system. Landon Dickerson, Devontae Smith, Kenneth Gainwell, that's all part of it in the 2021 NFL Draft. Also, part of it is the running back position. As I mentioned for Gainwell, part of Hertz's help is in that backfield where Roseman has made multiple moves the last two weeks. I want to get into coming up next on Lockdown Eagles. What does that say about the running backs already in the room? Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, and Boston Scott. What do these running back moves mean about the status of those three runners already in the locker room? Louis DiBiase joining you on this daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Lockdown Eagles, a Monday edition of the show. And guys, today's show is sponsored by Nugenics. Listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in the shape of summer absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231 Two three one. That's draft. D R A F T to two three one two three one. Message and data rates may apply. Eagles fans, today's show is also sponsored by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You got baseball season in full swing. You've got the playoff push going right now between the NBA and the NHL. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action at BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Monday edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Locked on Eagles. We talked about quarterback in segment one. Let's get into the position right next to quarterback in segments two and three, and it's running back. What do the fifth-round selection of Kenneth Gainwell, the running back out of Memphis, and the signing of Carrion Johnson last week. Carrion Johnson was waived by the Detroit Lions, a 2018 second-round pick, a former SEC Player of the Year. The Eagles claimed him on waivers on Friday. Actually, I think it was like 15 minutes right after me and Gino got off the airwaves, just finished recording our podcast. So I want to know now, what do those moves, Gainwell and Johnson, in the midst of like a week and a half, those are two very notable moves at running back, what does it mean for the guys already in that room? Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, 
and Jordan Howard. Because again, I think they were extremely notable moves. These weren't just random scrubs. This wasn't picking up Josh Adams or, you know, Elijah Holifield, right? It wasn't that kind of, or well, who was the undrafted kid last year out of Cincinnati? Michael Warren, I think it was, right? Don't quote me on that, but I think it was Michael Warren. This isn't that. These are notable players that were very, very good in college, and carry on in his own right has shown potential at the NFL level. A former second-round pick has a ton of upside when he's healthy. In 2018, he nearly had 900 yards from scrimmage when he was Detroit's RB1. And then you look at Kenneth Gainwell. Look, he was my RB3 in the draft this year. I think he, maybe outside of Travis Etienne, but it's like 1A, 1B. Gainwell might be the best receiving running back in college football coming out of Memphis. Again, he was a top college football and explosive plays, over 50 receptions in 2019, 2,000 yards from scrimmage, over 2,000 yards. So those are two notable moves to improve this running back room for Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter on Friday start using those moves and starting to talk about Miles Sanders. And that, I don't think, is the right way to approach this. I don't think these moves have as much to do about Miles Sanders as it does about Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. I don't think this has to do with Miles and his future with the Eagles. Like, yeah, I guess Gainwell, again, best receiving running back in college football heading into this draft, or at least, you know, draft-eligible prospects in 2021. And yeah, you can look at the correlation. Miles Sanders struggled really bad as a receiver in 2020. He was dealing with drops, PFF's 53rd graded receiving back, which is brutal. But I think he bounces back to where he was in 2019 when he might have been the best receiving running back in football. 509 receiving yards. He averaged over 30 receiving yards a game that year. Only running backs with 100-plus receiving yards on receptions 20-plus yards down the field in 2019, Miles Sanders and Austin Eckler. Miles Sanders had 165 yards on receptions of 20-plus yards downfield. Austin Eckler had 126. So, yes, Sanders was terrible as a receiver last year, but two years ago, he was your best receiver, not just at running back, but at receiver, too. Like, you just heard that explosive yards stat. When Deshaun Jackson went down in Week 2, Sanders was, there was no other receiver. It wasn't Nelson Aguilar doing it. when He he was the deep threat in 2017 and 2018. When DJX went down, no, Miles Sanders is the one that took over when it comes to explosive chunk yardage. And so I think he bounces back there. So I don't think Gainwell, that move, was to replace Sanders when it comes to him being a potential three-down running back. Like, Miles Sanders isn't suddenly your LeGarrette Blunt or Jay Ajayi, where he's playing first and second down, and then every third down, you're bringing out Darren Sproles or Corey Clement. I don't think that is the approach here. I think Miles Sanders is still a three-down running back. He was the only running back in the league in 2019 to lead his team in deep receiving yards. PFF that year had him as the 13th highest graded receiving back. And so I I still think Sanders is a flat-out star. He still last year even, I know it was a down year receiving-wise, but he still had over 800 rushing yards and multiple 70-plus yard touchdown runs with 14 different offensive line combinations, injuries to himself, and a coach in Doug Peterson who really just did not know how to use him in the best way possible. I think in year three, with Nick Sirianni, you saw what Jonathan Taylor, what Naeem Himes, what Austin Eckler could do with Sirianni in their back pocket. 
You look at Sirianni, the impact he has at running back, and Jalen Hurts, it's going to help Miles out tremendously. So I don't think it more so has to do with Sanders as it does Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. When you look at it, Sanders and Scott, both receiving running backs last year. Boston Scott was RB2. He was the other receiving explosive back behind Sanders. I think Gainwell takes that role over. He's not taking Sanders' role as a receiving back. He's taking Boston Scott's snaps. And I think he's going to take even more snaps because, unlike Scott, I think you're going to be able to use Gainwell in the slot. And I think the, and in the return game, too, where the Eagles desperately need help. So I think Gainwell is going to be used a lot more than Boston Scott. So I think Boston Scott is the loser when it comes to the Gainwell pick over Sanders. And then when it comes to the carry on Johnson pickup, if he's healthy, I think he pushes Jordan Howard off the roster. You look at Johnson and Howard, those are the more complete backs, right? Scott and Gainwell, very undersized. You're not going to ask them to, if Miles Sanders went down, to carry the football 20 plus times a game. You're not going to ask them on third and inches to pound that football up the A-gap, right? On third and goal. You're not going to ask them to pound that up the B-gap in these power situations. So on Johnson presents more of that overall balanced running back that if Sanders went down, he would lead your team in carries. And so carry, and that's kind of what Jordan Howard is right now on the roster with Scott and Gainwell. So carry on coming in, I think doesn't, I think it, like, again, the Gainwell move impacts Scott more, and I think the Johnson move impacts Howard. The difference is, if they keep four running backs, and let's say, let's say carry on stays healthy. And so does Kenneth Gainwell. And those two are locks, as is Miles Sanders. So those are your top three running backs. If you keep only four, I think although Scott is affected by Gainwell's presence when it comes to snap count, he's not affected when it comes to his chances of making the 53-man roster. I think if there's four running backs kept and Gainwell and Johnson are locks, Scott will be kept over Jordan Howard because carry-on kind of does what Howard does as does Miles Sanders, and so Boston Scott also presents an option on special teams that Howard does not. So, yes, Scott shouldn't be happy about the Gainwell selection, but I think Howard should be even more nervous about the carry-on Johnson move on Friday. Louis DiBiase joining you on this Monday edition of Locked on Eagles. Guys, today's show is sponsored by the best tasting protein bar on the planet right now. It's Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavors like my go-to for the limited time is orange chocolate. Built Bar's got nine awesome OGs though right now. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie if you're a mint kind of guy. I'm a big peanut butter guy. They've got peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, something for everybody. And they're a healthy alternative to your everyday snack. 19 grams of protein in every bar and only 130 calories. Plus, they're covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your first order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, all capitals by the way, 1-5 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Eagles fans, Louis DiBiase wrapping up this Monday edition of Locked on Eagles. We're talking about running back, and again, I think the Kenneth Gainwell move and the Carrion Johnson move, they upgrade your running back class, your room, significantly. I think those guys are both upgrades over, like Carrion is an upgrade over Jordan Howard in that role. Gainwell is an upgrade over Scott in that role. And so I think those moves really affect Howard and Scott more than Miles Sanders. And I think Howard over Scott is hurt even more because I don't think he even makes the roster 
at this point. So I don't think it really affects Miles, but I do wonder, I asked this on Twitter, and 73% of you said he will. I asked you guys at Lockdown Birds, will Miles Sanders see a second contract in Philadelphia? 73% of you guys did say you think he gets an extension, but it is an interesting discussion because you see so many people across the league say, you know, the narrative that running backs don't matter and you can replace this I think is true but you can replace the majority of a star's production fairly easily right like you can replace I would say Miles Sanders's production by 70% with a running back in the third or fourth round you see it like James Robinson from Jacksonville last year has 1400 yards and then crazy enough they go out and draft ETN so while that might be true teams are keeping their do it all like so everybody says don't do this and that when it comes to running back but that really hasn't been put to practice yet in the NFL. Like Teams are still keeping their do-it-all star running backs. So again, people say don't pay running backs, right? Don't take them in the first round. Don't take them in the second round. Well, teams really aren't listening. Minnesota, they took Dalvin Cook in the second round. They just paid Dalvin Cook. Green Bay, they took Aaron Jones in the draft. They just gave him a payday. Carolina, they took Christian McCaffrey in the top 10 They gave him a contract extension. New Orleans, they paid Alvin Kamara. Cincinnati, they spent a second-round pick on Joe Mixon. Guess what? They just gave him a contract extension. And so, teams aren't letting their do-it-all stars walk. And I don't think the Eagles are going to let Miles Sanders walk either. Maybe packaged in a trade? Sure, I could see that down the road. But this is the best running back they've had since LaShawn McCoy. And I think they want to keep him as a long-term staple of this offense. CBS Sports tweeted this out actually last week. The most yards from scrimmage in the first two seasons by a running back in Eagles history. LaShawn McCoy number one with 2,617 yards in 2009 and 2010. Miles Sanders is right behind him with 2,391 yards from scrimmage in 2019 and 2020. So I think big things are coming for Miles Sanders in 2021. And I do think he is the long-term running back still. And again, I'm you guys know me. I'm not the grit and grind ground and pound kind of offensive guy, right? I don't want to run, I don't want to be Baltimore's offense. I don't want to be the Ravens offense where we're running the ball 30 plus times a game. It's why I'm kind of nervous about this Jalen Hurts situation in 2021. But I, and again, I get the logic behind not using valuable assets on running back, but I more so than others tend to bend the rules when it comes to running backs like Miles Sanders that can do everything and that that can turn. I mean, you saw it last year against New Orleans and against Pittsburgh, right? And then two years ago against Buffalo and against Minnesota. This is a guy that can turn any play into a touchdown. So I'm not all in again on running backs and paying them, right? And spending first round picks on them. But when it comes to a guy that can do everything, that you know catches 50, 60 balls a year, that guy I bend the rules for, and I want to keep him. So like as much as I loved Jay Ajayi in 2017, I wasn't giving him a big contract extension. A one-dimensional running back, like even Derrick Henry, I'd be hard-pressed to pay, even for as good as he is. But a guy like Miles Sanders and what he brings to the table at the position, explosive, a very modern-day running back, Regardless of his regression as a receiver last year, again, I think he bounces back. That's a guy that I tend to bend the rules for. And I would hope, unless he's part of like a a quarterback trade, right, to get Russell Wilson or something, right? Unless he's like, and I don't mean a trade like LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso. No, I mean one for like a top pick or a quarterback. Unless that's the move. And unless he wants like 15, and you guys know how running backs are. They're not getting 15, 16 a year anyway. Unless that was the case, I want to keep Miles Sanders long term in Philadelphia. 
All right, guys, that's going to do it for this Monday edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked On Eagles. As always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as well. Five shows a week downloaded into your phone. So subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your show. And then follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you think at Locked On Birds, at DBLCLOE. And Gino is on Twitter at GC24 underscore football and guys now that the show's over get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts thanks guys for tuning in i'll see you tomorrow as always thank you for downloading thank you for listening and let's go birds